Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Equality in Business podcast, our podcast to create awareness about equality in the business world by actively engaging students about relevant topics in a professional manner. My name is Elisa Becher, and I'm a master student at Catholica Lisbon. In today's episode, we will talk about age inclusion in a traditional family business and about how the challenges that come with this process should be faced in order to actively promote diversity in a healthy work environment. I have the great pleasure to be here today with our guest, Saskia Stella Kleitzmann. Saskia is a managing director of the family-owned wood business called Holzwerke Kleitzmann, and that's German for wood business Kleitzmann. A main focus area of Saskia's role as managing director is age inclusion, and for her engagement, she has been nominated for the Impact of Diversity Award in the category Best Innovation in Medium-Sized and Family Businesses. Also, Saskia and her company are co-founders of the Employers for Equality Initiative, which aims at fostering diversity and gender equality in companies. A very warm welcome to you, Saskia, and thank you for being here with us today. Thank you so much for the warm welcome, Elisa. I'm really happy to uh, yeah, take part in your podcast. <laughs> We would like to start with a little ritual. At the end of each podcast episode, our guests ask a question related to equality to our next guest. Now, last episode, we spoke with the founder of our student organization, Dina Utman, about how to build up a student club focused on equality and inclusion. The question Dina left for you, Saskia, was who has the power to make our society more equal, fair and inclusive? Mm -hmm. So um, for me personally, um, I think it's uh, every one of us that serves as a role model. Uh, so we can also we can only bring changes uh, towards our society. In, uh, in embracing what we think uh, is good for our society. And, and therefore, I think it's the responsibility of every one of us to treat everyone with respect and um, equal chances. And um, of course, it's, it's kind of difficult um, also to say this because we have to deal with a lot of um, unconscious biases. So um, this is, I think, the most, um, uh, the most important challenge uh, every one of us uh, tackles. And um, yeah, so the power lies in, in the individuals to embrace um, equality and uh, to serve for children and in every organization and also in uh, parts of politics um, that, that we are connected with, um, with uh, our everyday doing. I completely agree that we all act as role models and that every single one of us actually has the power to make our society more inclusive. So thanks a lot for sharing your thoughts about this. <laughs> It would be very interesting to first hear a bit more about your career path. So after you graduated from WHU, a very well-known German business school, 
Did you always know you wanted to work in your family-owned business? Mm -hmm. Well, that's a super interesting uh, question. So um, when I decided to uh, to study business, um, it was um, really my my big desire to do something practical from a very early stage on. So I was very interested in in creating um, something, and I think that was uh, the underlying um, wish uh, to to study business. And at that point in time. When I was born, actually, my, my brother and my cousin were already working in the family business and um, the planned successors from our um, two families that were active in the third generation. So for me, at that point in time, it was no option to, to go um, into, into the family business. Actually, when I was sitting uh, in university and took some classes also on uh, on family business, I always had kind of the intuitive feeling that maybe one day um, this will be important for myself. But from that moment, it, it took uh, another 10 years to, to, to come to me. So um, I, I also studied um, psychology and medical management um, after I studied business because I was always motivated um, by um, yeah, uh, connecting um, people um, also in a business sense and understanding more on forming and developing uh, organizations. And uh, then directly after my, my studies, I am... Um, I uh, started at a freshly founded uh, healthcare consultancy and built that up for over eight years. And um, yeah, then uh, at one day, um, and it was really by surprise that our succession plan didn't work out and um, that I had a look at our family business. I think your career path is super interesting. And I can also completely understand that it was no option for you to work immediately in your family business after graduation. And I think it's super interesting that you always had this focus on business, also the human perspective with your studies and then with your work in the medical sector. So let's now deep dive into today's topic of inclusion and diversity in a medium-sized family business. I guess we can all agree that the wood industry is a rather traditional business, right? <laughs> so Saskia, what were the biggest challenges which you have experienced over the years regarding diversity and inclusion in this industry? Mm -hmm. Uh, so uh, for me personally, uh, I have a lot of um, similar um, things uh, regarding to the healthcare and also the wood industry. Um, so uh, for me, when I had a look at the company, we were um, not too diverse. I mean, what was very special already at that time is that my uh, father um led the company together with um, his sister. So we were already like in leadership 50-50. Uh, um, but from the age perspective, uh, we were a rather um, traditional um, business with uh, a kind of uh, 45 to 50 um, years of uh, average age in our company. And of course, uh, people uh, stayed with us for a very long time. So um, they ca came as younger employees and, and stayed with us. What was, of course, for me, something I was very proud of. But um, also, um, I felt that um, this kind of dynamic 
and also um, innovation. What I um, always experienced in uh, in consulting when we are put together with a very diverse team um, for the hospitals, and of course the hospitals were not diverse, so that was very interesting that we brought them this diversity and created from that point of view. So. This was something I really wanted to integrate into the company um, from the very first um, moment. And as my father and also my aunt were over 70 years old at that point in time, um, I also had um, the uh, complete uh, trust and possibility um, to, to create from the very first time. And um, uh, what I what what was the first measure I took was that I um, spoke to every employee and asked a lot of questions just to understand their point of view and um, to create uh, measures uh, for um, implementing um, in in re with respect to age inclusion and diversity. Yes. So maybe that's a, a first introduction. Maybe you have further questions on this. <laughs> I actually do. But yeah, I can really imagine that this like kind of lack of innovation, probably a bit creativity due to no age diversity might be challenges when it comes to this topic in that industry. So you already started talking about age inclusion, our topic today. So nowadays it plays a very important role in your company. And like you said, in the past, the average employee in your family business was over 50 years old and managers even older, around 65 years. So today, the average age in your company is significantly lower, about 38 years. And your middle managers range between the age of 24 and 74. Why is age inclusion such an important topic for your company and also for you personally? Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, for me personally, um, that uh, started actually when I was uh, writing my thesis on um, aging um, em employees and what um, employers can do about it. And, and this was really from the first moment a topic um, that really came to my mind because um, I also experienced in my practical um, uh, in my practical um, internships that um, a lot of uh, a lot of companies do not use the potential they have in their uh, in their um, employees and especially that ideas the younger generation often brings in and um, and often the experiences that um, the older employees have um, from their point of view and also their different backgrounds that um, there is uh, very very seldom really an uh, an opportunity to um, to uh, to bring um, the uh, bring them together and give them the room uh, to talk to each other and uh, bring them uh, to the opportunity to to create together and this was one of my um, most important uh, results of uh, of the thesis that this is a huge potential for uh, the industry, um, the economy in general, and also in politics. Um, so I thought 
from a generational point of view. Um, this is something we as a family business um, have to address and also um, to tackle. Mm. Uh, be because we think in generations and we do not think uh, uh, in some years like the markets uh, usually do. And therefore, for me personally, it was very clear that, that this is something um, we, uh, we want to do um, also um, as, a, as a role model um, in the company. And um, also because um, uh, wood is such an um, important um, topic when it comes to um, sustainable use of, of resources. And of course, we, we need um, uh, the experiences and the knowledge, but also we need um, the courage to, um, to innovate. And therefore, in the family business, um, we created this room to bring together uh, different views and and really also bring in a positive way uh, people um, into conflict to to come up with new ideas and um, to also to allow them to be there and not you know that it is something uh, one has to be right or it's not right and um, I think the truth is something we have to create um, together yeah so for me um, it's 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 something um, the age inclusion and age diversity topic has a huge potential um, for the future um, of our um, of our business and also um, for uh, for Germany and other countries actually. So wow, that's very impressive to hear. <laughs> for you personally, it already started with your thesis and that's very interesting. And I really think that we need more companies like yours and also managers like you, Saskia. So like we discussed earlier, nowadays your company has achieved some great successes when it comes to age inclusion. You already told us that the first step to reach your age inclusion goals was to talk with every single employee, right? Mm -hmm. What other steps did you have to implement and how do you conciliate ideas and also strategies that appeal to both your senior employees and at the same time to your younger coworkers? Mm -hmm. So um, first of all, um, yeah, we um, had some uh, employees that um, retired after um, after the years. So um, we strategically um, recruited uh, for the new um, positions, and we um, consciously integrated um, all the experienced and older um, employees in the recruitment uh, process uh, to uh, secure. Um, that um, they really um, like um, also um, the approach to bring some new energy and some younger energy uh, to the company, which um, really uh, helped us in the acceptance um, of, um, of the coexistence um, of the younger and older uh, generation. Um, then um, a second point was that we really openly discussed on the topic. So we, we really made it to, to, to a topic for ourselves that is important and uh, talked um, talked openly on that, which helped 
over the course of time and of course it's not something that you can uh, switch from one moment uh, to the other but uh, with every little step and as our employees knew that it's an important topic to us they also tackled um, uh, the topic in a in a different um, manner so i can really um, recommend from my personal experiences um, to talk on uh, on goals on diversity and inclusion uh, because in the end um, you will find a lot of uh, supporters in um, in the company and also that they attract then uh, the right uh, or the, the the right or the exact appropriate um, uh, yeah team members uh, for for that occasion and I I feel personally in that uh, last years we also included um, uh, or uh, gave the opportunity for our employees to to create uh, measures so for example um, when we were uh, discussing on a new uh, artificial intelligence um, project in our production we um, we said we would like to have a, um, a different team and a diverse team and we um, we invited people to um, um, to discuss with us on the topic and that also creates some dynamics. So maybe um, this gave you already um, some of the uh, three measures we, um, uh, we implemented in the company, um, but of course there are um, yeah some others as well. <laughs> These are really some great insights into how to implement a more diverse company culture in an organization. Especially, I liked your point to increase transparency and make the topic actually visible also for your co-workers. I guess a big challenge in an age-diverse company like yours is to make sure that every single employee actually feels welcomed in your company. How do you reach this objective? Do you have, for example, group building events or maybe some specific rituals? Mm -hmm. So we are um, a very... Um yeah traditional business um with um like production and also with um uh, with um an office so what we do is um, we do a yearly um open day where we invite all the families also um uh, from uh, from the employees so that uh, they can um know get to know each other and interact uh, with each other so uh, we create the room to to, um, yeah, um, of course, that was last year very, very special. Um, and it, in that times, we um, communicated um, um, in a in a really uh, yeah regular um, regular manner, and um, also created like smaller um, interactions um, within the employees. Um, for example, um, what I what I really found impressive um, that my uh, co managing director. Uh, implemented actually in in the company um so it's uh, just allowed to uh, put um two employers um uh, uh, from uh, yeah going to work and coming back so they they do car sharing and um, they change uh, the car sharing uh, so that um, we have these interactions daily in the morning and in the afternoons because they live uh, yeah in the, in the same city so of course that's a very special topic but I think it shows um, what you, you what you can do um, 
also to have a sustainable approach and also to uh, bring people together that usually maybe have not come together by um, yeah motivating um, to to do car sharing for example <laughs> wow that sounds great like i like the idea with the family event but car sharing that's a super creative idea like it's really great i never heard that before <laughs> So we already briefly touched upon the Employers for Equality initiative, which your company helped to establish. Can you tell us a bit more about this initiative? So what are its goals and how does the initiative support other companies? Mm -hmm. Um, so the Employers for Equality um, is an initiative um, by um, the Panda Network. It's a woman leadership network. I got to know um, some years ago. Uh, I think it's about five or six years. So I always enjoyed um, the network and also the discussions in there. So when um, the founder of the network, um, Isabel Hoya, um, communicated, um, they uh, wanna uh, they wanna create the employers for equality um, I thought this is the perfect moment um, to, to 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 give also something in because um, every a company can also um, <clears throat> do um, workshops or offer workshops um, but also participate in in workshops so the initiative um, has the goal to um, to raise um, this topic um, to make it visible so this is something that really um, was um, the, the the same uh, measure that we did in the company um, was the in initiative but of course we are um, one of the I think like most special um, uh, founding companies because all our other companies are really big companies and also family business but um so we are like mid-sized um family business and um yeah so um throughout the year they organize um digital workshops on um also um race inclusion on um diversity in general um well we also br um bring in now the topic um of um age inclusion and um yeah also um uh, really concrete uh, measures to bring more um women in leadership also um lgbtq um network um, what what companies can do um, to uh, tackle the topic of equality from different point of views, and um, you you get uh, different options to um, yeah to to bring your employees employees together with um, other employees of um, of these companies. And I really uh, I really think it's a it's a great um, initiative, and um, of course it's something you really have to. Um, to uh, to support if you want to go into the topic and uh, yeah you you really feel that you um, that you come together with other people that think the same and from that point of view of course you can create really amazing uh, amazing initiatives yeah it really sounds like a great initiative and I think it's very important to learn from each other and also to help each other out and it's great that within the initiative, there's already a lot of diversity because, like you said, there are large companies and mid-sized yes. companies. <laughs> diverse, so that's great. Yeah. So I really think the work you're doing here is super valuable. We are now reaching the end of today's podcast episode. Before we say goodbye to you, Saskia, 
we would like you to take part into our ritual and ask a question that you would like to see answered by our next podcast guest. Yes. So um, what <laughs> comes into my mind is um, when you think of equality in business, what is the biggest dream you have? Oh, that's really inspiring question. I really like <laughs> it. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time and also valuable insights, Saskia. It was a real pleasure having you here with Thank us. you, Elisa. <laughs> to our listeners, feel free to always reach out to us on our social media accounts. You will find us under the name Equality in Business on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Looking forward to talk to you in two weeks. And until then, stay healthy and safe.